I'm Eitan Weinstein. And I'm Naor Menninger. And you're listening to Two Nice Jewish Boys. This podcast is made in collaboration with the Jewish Journal. Being pro-Israeli is already hard enough. Doing it on social media is a whole other story. It's more than an uphill battle. It's more than bearing the brunt of the mainstream global media. In a way, you might say it's a social media suicide mission. So even though this is the, this is the situation, a few brave souls, a few brave profiles have managed to rise up through the ashes, through the rubble as pro-Israel, pro-Zionist social media vanguards. And as you've guessed, Hanania is one of these people. Hanania was a regular so- soldier in the IDF who just couldn't stand the onslaught of fake news about Israel and about the IDF that circulated around the world. So he decided to do something about it. Fast forward four years, his videos have got millions of views. He has a huge following on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And he even had the privilege, which we're going to talk about, and we're super excited to talk about this, to interview the Prime Minister of Israel, Benjamin Netanyahu. We are really excited to have Hanania on. Of course, if you're watching us live, feel free to ask questions in the comments, and we'll do a little QA as we go. Uh, but without further ado, let's get started. The man. Finally. Can, can I talk? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, so yeah, thanks so much for, uh, for having me here. And uh, I just want to let you guys know, if you want to ask anything, anything, you can just write it, type it down. He's going to ask me. And uh, yeah, it's so exciting to be in Tel Aviv City. You like it here, huh? My city. Yeah, you feel at home? Of course. I was born in Israel, not in Tel Aviv, but uh, in Sfat, up north. And that's quite a, that's like a contrast. Yeah. Sfat, yeah. yeah, it's very different from in Tel Aviv. The, in the Galilee. So you're not a uh, classic city boy. Oh no, I I was born and raised in the countryside, in in the Galilee, in Samaria, in the Galilee. The Tuscany of Israel, yeah. some say. Right? Yeah. And so you, what did you do in the IDF? What did I do in the IDF? Yeah. Well, you know, at first I wanted to be in a, a special commando unit. We, you know, us Israelis, when when we're uh, you know, before we turn 18, obviously, we, when we turn 18, most of us join the army. It's compulsory. And um, I wanted to get into a, uh, you know, special unit and uh, ended up in a, you know, I loved it, uh, armored corps. I was a tanker. Is, is, that, is that a word? I served in a tank unit. I was the ammunition loader. Um, it's one of the toughest jobs, right? You get a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Carry... I guess I used to be I used to be heavy. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, so yeah, it was uh, really exciting, and you know, I was uh, able to literally protect the land of Israel during protective edge operation in uh, 2014, and afterwards I uh, became a combat medic and treated Palestinians, um, Syrians. So I uh, really had the opportunity to do pretty much everything that I wanted. Did you serve? Like in the territories, Gaza, everywhere, or were you located in yep, one place? Yep, everywhere. Yep, yep, everywhere. And what was your experience? I mean, in the army, you say, uh, as we mentioned, you kind of obviously saw the news going on around the world and all the uh, the criticism of Israel, the anti-Israel news. What was your experience on the ground? 
Well, I, I have to say that before advocating for Israel, I wasn't used to, you know, the camera, talking. I used to be um, shy. very, yeah, very shy introvert, you know? Can, could you tell this? Um, <laughs> anyways. And You're so used to talk to the camera, you just get they, They're here with it. us. They're here with us. And, <laughs> you know, amazing. Yeah. Um, no, you're a natural. We're, we're still getting used to this. We yeah. haven't quite... Oh, realize they, that they're my family. Honestly, they're my family. But uh, to your question, um, you know, I I started to advocate for Israel um, because I saw all the lies that that were spread on uh, on social media and you know the news. Um, I I don't wanna you know badmouth, but uh, particularly CNN, you know, inspired me to start and advocate for Israel. And I, I've, I've said, okay, I've yeah. had it. I'm going to, you know, start and just talk, just share the truth. Was it uh, during Protective Edge? W- was that? Was was that during Operation Protective yep, Edge? Yep, that's because I, I was in the Gaza Strip. I saw what we were doing. Boots on the ground. Yep, exactly. I, I knew what they commanded us. And yet, what, did what they, I saw... What, what was the contrast between, like, if you can tell? Complete, complete lies. They How? They said, for example? you know, for example, they, they, would, they would blame us for, uh, you know, breaking the ceasefire because, you know, we had uh, several ceasefires. Um, we actually did our best to save um, Gazan lives. What kind of an army puts it as a, a top priority to, you know, to not... Not the U.S. Army, that's for sure. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know what about that. Um, I'm talking about Israel. And, um, you know, I think that it's something uh, very, very unique because the the Israeli Air Force would actually or, or not. I, I don't know if the, it's the Air Force, but we would give, uh, you know, a warning. Yeah, warning. Pamphlets. L- yeah. Le- no, exactly. no, no, not the, only the pamphlets. They would like drop a warning bomb that only does noise it sounds yeah it sounds funny as a, a warning bomb yeah but it actually is it's basically like a little firecracker yeah exactly. on the rooftop right exactly what was the co- the goal of doing that warning people leave we're gonna you know we're we're about to target uh Hamas targets exactly and then they because, had like time to flee. and and you know people would ask okay why why do you warn civilians well, the answer is because Hamas is using civilian buildings still this day. They are using hospitals, they are using schools, even mosques. They have no respect to their own religion. It drives me crazy. And then when we're attacking, not really attacking, but you know, when we're confronting radical Islam, they're saying, hey, hey, this is our religion. Don't don't talk bad about, about our religion. Well, I have to point the, make a point. Um, I, as a person, I don't have a problem with Islam. I have a problem with radicalism, radical Islam. The fact that they have no respect to a mosque and they use it as a, I don't know, uh, to, um, you know... Military base. Exactly, a military base. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so this is this is a shame. This is a shame, you know? Um, and, yeah, so... So, okay, so this was what happened in reality and then what CNN would say? Well, they would say... The complete opposite, you know, um, IDF, the IDF um, targets schools, mm-hmm. innocent, innocent people are, are killed. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, it is a fact that people um, were killed. But, you know, I think that the question is why, why they were killed. And if we ask even a more um, deeper question, why did the IDF uh, 
had to defend its borders, you know? Um, and we, we've seen it last week when, when an IDF soldier was uh, injured by uh, violent rioters. We're not dealing with peacemakers. We're dealing with... Uh, Brutal I'm enemies. sorry to say this, but we're dealing with bunsters. Why do you think it is, though? Because it's, like, to me, it's always, it seems baffling. Because, like, it's so obvious. And we were just talking about this, I think, uh, recently on a different episode. How obvious it is that what's the right side of history when you look at Hamas and even the PA, which is, like, the more moderate side of the Palestine. Like, what's going on there is just, it's... It, it's one of the worst places you could imagine to live. There's no freedom. So why do you think CNN is trying to kind of report positively on these on these types of places? Well, this is this is a question I've been asking myself as well because Israel is one of the smallest countries in the world. Yet people treat us like we're the biggest problem in uh, in the universe. And uh, let me tell you this, I. I don't hate Palestinians, and I don't think that most Israelis uh, do. I, do you think I, most Palestinians hate Israelis? That's, that's, that's an interesting question, because I've been getting on, on, on social media a lot of messages from Palestinians telling me that, hey, I support you. Just recently, I was texting on, on uh, Instagram with a man from Gaza telling me, I feel sorry for for your country. I feel sorry for Israel, and I f- and please. Uh, now he's buried in a backyard somewhere. No, no, he <laughs> well, as 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 you as you might have guessed, they always ask to keep it, um, you know, yeah, um, between between us. So obviously, I'm not publishing this when uh, when when I'm asked not to. But um, so it's it's interesting that a lot of Palestinians don't hate Israel, and well, a lot of them do. I think that it's a matter of education. Listen, I was in in the territories. I've, I think I've, I told this to you guys. Um, you know, I saw young Palestinians, children aged ten, I think, uh, throwing rocks at me. You know, they 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 were kind of far, so it wasn't you know dangerous. And I, I I I was you know fully armored with my weapon. I decided to put my weapon. You know, oh, aside, wait. and I waved at them, you know, saying shalom. They were shocked. <laughs> they didn't know how to react. I, if Too I, bad you if, couldn't film that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, bet, I, I, I had bet, my GoPro, but I uh, bet all the NGOs filmed it and then they deleted it. Deleted it so that, oh, you know. yeah. <laughs> you know, this is this is a whole story in uh, about them. So you know, it to me it was you know a, a testimony that they are misled. By by their own you know society in in uh, um, yeah so I, I have a yeah. lot of a lot a lot to say about but it. They, um, you know saying they're misled, saying that in the end of the day they elected Hamas. In the end of the day, they are not rioting and rising against the Palestinian Authority, and they are responsible. They are adults, is all I'm saying, and they are upon, responsible to their fate. We cannot take responsibility on their fate and they if they want to live good lives they have to take matters to their own hands right and the good people should should talk well you have a point um and i'm i'm curious um if you agree with him please please write down and you let me know because yeah. I, i'm you know a lot of a lot of them think just like you that it's their fault um, but you know, I'm not saying fault. I'm saying yeah, responsibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their responsibility. Sorry. So, 
um, but I feel sorry for them. I feel sorry because because um, it, it is true that um, they was um, you know they had election and uh, they they elected them. But listen, how long is uh, is uh, Mahmoud Abbas in uh, Hamas in uh, eternity? Exactly, yeah. exactly. I've I've seen uh, I posted myself um, a funny post that you know Mahmoud Abbas just started. Uh, I think it was the thirteenth year of his uh, four term uh four year term so you know they <laughs> yeah. they don't have democracy there and, and you know i i'm getting uh, messages from palestinians who are crying out um so it, it's true it's true that um people riot against israel it's true that palestinians some palestinians i i believe that it's a minority that uh wants to terrorize our lives um but i think that it's uh education is the key listen when you see Children, children in in a, in a youth camp. You know, there's summer camp. They're supposed to have fun, you know, swim, chill, whatever. And instead you see them training. Training for what? Training to murder Jews. Mm-hmm. And it drives me crazy, you know. We have to fight this incitement. And this is why I never uh, want to show uh, Palestinians that I hate them back because I don't, you know. Hate can never bring anything good to this world. We have to uh, find a better solution because, uh, in you know, in my opinion, education is uh, is a good solution. This is this is actually um, not the main reason why I started to advocate for Israel. I I wanted people people to know the truth because I felt like Israel is um, isolated. Uh, well, you know, I was um, I wasn't that you know uh, into social media, into the news. So as as a regular Israeli, I felt like, hey, we're isolated. People are spreading lies about us um, and it's just sad because I see something else yeah what's amazing to me is that even though there's gl- like the, the the kind of the phenomenon of globalism has has brought out the truth in some places it hasn't happened it's like here there's yeah. still a lot of lies coming out even though you have these things like Facebook but you you're doing an excellent job of getting the truth Thanks. out there why did you have this crazy idea of becoming a because I have to tell you the truth, when I think of posting something pro-Israel on Facebook, I'm a little frightened. Why? He's because... been called a Nazi in the past. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't... You I were don't called a Nazi? Yeah, yeah. I don't, and it scares I was, you? No, I'm not, I don't shy away from it. I still do it. But there's still that... You're still you're still a bit wary. You're like, well, you know, I don't want... I don't know if I want the people I work with to see this or, you know, there's a lot of pressure, I feel like. I think it it does take a certain amount of... Look, in the end, this is a compliment. <laughs> I, 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 th- I think it does take a certain amount of bravery to do it. And yeah. I'm wondering where, if there was any actual apprehension or if it was just like a, it was an afterthought for you. Um, well, listen, first of all, whenever I, I get uh, hate comments, hate messages, whatever, it makes me happy. It inspires me. It doesn't scare me because I know that I'm reaching the people that don't want to see my face. Yeah. And don't want to see the truth. And it inspires me to do even greater work and, and to try better. And, um, you know, I always I always get, uh, you know, threats. But who cares? It's words without actions. And plus, you, you, you've said about, uh, you know, people knowing that I support Israel. This is who I am. I don't care if, if, it, uh, if it causes, uh, you know, any problem to me because... It feels like in, in, in a way that I am Israel. 
you know, I it, it feels like I am an ambassador for Israel on social media. And um, it, it's it's uh, it, it's an important work to do. So I'm ready to it's pay any price for it. Yeah, it is. It is. It, it takes it takes a lot of a lot of learning and time um, to know facts. And uh, in the end, you know, I think that information is uh, is uh, strength. Did you ever delete a video? Um, did I ever delete a video? This is a good question. Yes, yes. Can you tell us? With... Um, yeah, no. sure, okay. sure. Not, not, not that I care. I mean, uh, let, let's keep it between us, though. Okay. Uh, no, kidding. <laughs> it's like with with the world. Um, yeah, I filmed a video where I, uh, you know, with my GoPro, where I treated um, Syrian injured Syrians, and at that time it was uh, sensitive. And mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. asked... What to... were the circumstances for people who don't know, you know... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would, did you do that? What were... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I filmed, I filmed us, uh, you know, not, not, not anything like showing uh, sensitive stuff, but, you know, just, just to show the world that, hey, we care for our neighbors. We care for the Syrian people. And, you know, I've, I've had amazing experiences with them when, when a, a Syrian woman that barely knew how to talk... You know, obviously, I, I didn't, I don't really know Arabic, but she said in Hebrew, "Toda raba." I just have much. to give the background because sure, people who don't sure. know there Do was it. a civil war, still is in Syria, and um, and many people, innocent people, were injured. Millions uh, had to leave their homes, and some of them just rushed to the Israeli border, helpless, and some of them injured. And Israel silently under the radar, basically, and until today, they never officially published the numbers and the and stuff like that it's still you know and is the, the idf basically treated people yep hundreds maybe thousands yeah. of people they've they've um, basically popped up impromptu hospitals on the border and they treat these these uh syrian refugees who a lot of them i understood cross the border thinking they're going to be like arrested or because they've been so indoctrinated they believe that what's awaiting them across the border is they this had horror. no idea. Yeah. They had no idea. So you shot it, and then you had to take it down because, like, you broke censorship or something. Uh, no, not 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 necessarily. Simply because um, it it was sensitive. It was sensitive to talk about it, um, and um, I'm I'm not sorry for for publishing this because um, you know I will do anything for for Israel and for uh, for the sake of uh, the truth. So this this is why I did it. Did you ever make a mistake or like something you you felt sorry for, or, or in like, in a video? Yeah, or like in social media, offended someone who then you no, realized. No, I don't care if if the truth offends people. You know, let it offend them. If 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 people don't like the truth about Israel, I'm I'm you know, um, it's it's very hard to um to convince uh people's minds um but i think that this this is why it has to be done in a sharp um way you know just share the truth not you know don't don't talk uh too much around it um and uh and and that's 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 how i do it that's um yeah i think that it draws it draws people's attention because obviously not many people have a lot of time so um they can uh hear the truth you know, and uh, it, well, actually, I have a you know interesting stories where when um, for example, you know, um, the, obviously you said people people hate it and people love it. 
Um, for example, I received a message from an Egyptian student. Um, don't remember exactly when it was. He was telling me, Hanania, I wanted to enter Israel via Jordan and stab Jews. This is, this is uh, how I grew up. I grew up to hate the Jews. I bumped onto one of your videos. Um, it was when it, with an Arab friend of mine. And I, I saw a face. I saw that you guys weren't the monsters I was, I was told you are. And, you know, so these kind of messages that I receive um, very often, they really give you the strength to continue because you know that you are making a difference. And I think that it, it can be done only by being, uh, you know, strict, not politically correct, because I think that people are sick and tired of political... Uh, you know, correctness. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's tiring. It's we boring. We can relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And yeah. So you know, it's it's just that's that's how I do it. I'm I'm not ashamed to speak the truth, and I I couldn't care less if people that hate Israel are offended by my words. It's also worth mentioning you're not making a business out of it. No, I'm not getting uh, a dime. And any yeah, any shekel from it. <laughs> Nor schmeckle. So you yeah, seem yeah. you seem really passionate about it. You seem like it's almost like yeah. It feels feel like I'm like... about to scream. No, no, <laughs> but it's 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 so admirable. It seems like it seems like you feel like it's a, it's like a mission. Um, yeah. why, where do you think that comes from? Like, where does that I don't know that strong belief, that strong uh, urge, passion to yeah. I love I I love this guy with with right? with the good questions, man. <laughs> this is awesome. Yep. Well, you know. Um, first of all, my parents, they came to Israel. They obviously, um, both of my parents are, are Jewish. And they uh, immigrated to Israel as soon as uh, communism collapsed. They came to Israel, were super Zionist. They, you know, um, were talking about media. They didn't know what, what, what it's like to be in Israel. They saw on television that it's pretty much a desert land. So they brought a tent and they said, hey, we're gonna, we will live in Israel no matter what. And uh, yeah, anyways, we moved to Samaria. We lived in the heartland of Israel. You were born here. Yeah, yeah, I was born in uh, Upper Galilee. Yeah. A Galilean here. And, and yeah, so they, they taught me to love the land. And I saw, you know, um, you know, reading the Bible, reading it. Besides the Bible being, a, you know, a, a religious book, I think that it's a historical book um, telling the history of the Jewish people. So... Um, it it uh, gave me a lot of passion to defend Israel. You know, during a second Lebanon war, I remember driving with with my dad in a car. Obviously, <laughs> obviously in a car. Um, and uh, you know, I was I was angry that Israel is attacked. I was um, you know not angry in a, in a bad way, but I I remember telling my dad, "Hey, I want to do something for Israel." I I. I can't help it. I can't help it that I see, you know, people people suffer, and and you know, the world has no idea that um, we are actually not seeking war. We, you know, I I think that any Israeli can can agree with me that we don't want wars. We're sick of it. We want peace, and uh, I think that the only way to achieve it is by speaking the truth and. Uh, promoting uh I, th I think people don't realize it's a cliche maybe but people don't realize how peace is intertwined with our childhood for example like childhood songs um culture uh 
stories, books, like it's hard to explain how deeply rooted peace is in our culture and religion and an upbringing, right? It's so hard and people mm -hmm. won't get it. How can you explain the amount of songs about peace which which we sang in the kindergarten? How can you explain that? And about living with the Palestinians side by side. It's something that, you know, it's hard to... Yeah. Hey, yeah. what do you see in Israeli? What do you say? How do you greet them? Shalom. Peace. That's also in Arabic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but, you know, it's something that um, we educate. Just like you said, we educate generations upon generations to seek peace. And... Uh, that this is why I have a lot of criticism on on the Palestinian education system that they they you know they give children textbooks with uh you know without the you know the map of Israel on uh on on the globus map and you know they they teach them to free Palestine from the river to the sea and if we ask ourselves what does that mean to free Palestine from the river to the sea that's from the Jordan River till the Mediterranean Sea and well what's going to happen to to the Jews, you know, and obviously with what they're they're you know saying unashamedly, we can have a good guess. So you cannot relate to the Palestinians in any in that sense because you know there's the famous saying by Yehud Barak. He said once, "If I were Palestinians, I was a shahid. You know, I would. I'd be a martyr. I'd be a martyr." Well, uh, can you relate to that in any way with their aspirations? Listen, um, or understand, there is a the huge difference. First of all, I respect, um, you know, if it's, it's, it's funny. I had this uh, discussion in, in the comments section a while ago. Um, someone commented, hey, don't use the term Palestinian because it's, uh, you know, they invented it. Yeah, it's a made and, up Yeah, yeah. And well, and well my, my reply, I res if, if they want to be called Palestinians, I'll respect that. But I demand that respect back. And you know, um, so no, I don't relate to, to the sentence that, that he said. Um, because in my opinion, um, obviously, the, the term Palestinian is an invention. And, you know, they are Arabs from, from the so surrounding countries. them being called. You just said... No, I respect that. But I know... You don't agree to that. Yeah, no, I, if, if they want... If they want to be called Palestinians, I, I, you know, I can respect it. But I know, as for myself, that they are Arabs, but they just want to be called Palestinians. Uh -huh. So, uh, you know, but it's, it's a long story short, it's a very, very complicated yes. conflict that, you know, so many countries are trying to solve it. Um, and you cannot but, understand it? Sorry. Yeah. yeah, I'm saying with the complexity, I think it's clear, like as we said what's going on here and which side promotes freedom and democracy and which side kind of doesn't. And I think it's very clear. And I think obviously you're, you're promoting the, uh, the right side of the equation, but let's talk a little bit about how this whole thing got started and what, how you got here today and where you are. W when, when did things start picking up kind of well, around um, the whole social media thing right after uh, protective edge operation, I made a video where I, you know, I said, um, let it be simple. I'll just say, hey, I'm that Israeli. This is what happened. This is what I saw. This is um, my personal experience. And, um, 
you know, to my experience, um, and to my surprise, people um, were, people loved it. I they think, really reacted. I, I think, yeah, it, it felt like it's the first time they're seeing anything like that. Um, and, you know, it, it encouraged me to keep it up, keep it up. And yeah. people keep encouraging like me you, to keep it up. <laughs> you just posted a video and you went fire. Went yep. on fire, basically. Yep. First yep. video you posted. Yep. And then immediately you like understood, okay, I'm going to take advantage of this and I'm going to keep on posting videos and getting the truth out there. Obviously, when you see something uh, that goes viral, first of all, it's hard to know what's, what is going to be viral. Um, but, you know, I said, I said, hey, there's something here. Perhaps I, 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 can, I can try not to be shy and, uh, and make more videos. So, uh, yeah, that, that's... There's no way that you were ever once not shy. <laughs> that you were ever, like, were, I mean, shy. shy. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> I can't see you being introverted. Well, you know, I, I still feel like I am... Uh, sometimes it feels like I am still shy. But, it, of course, it doesn't stop me, um, you know, from... Uh, from making videos i think that the most important thing is to be myself and yeah. uh, be comfortable with with uh, what i'm doing and who i am because i think that obviously um the family that i have on social media they that that's how they know me that yeah. you know they see me through the videos and obviously it's fun to share um you know my life experiences what's one of the nicest videos that you like the most from your resume mm, one of my top favorite well it's it's uh it's it's the first thing you see on my page. Um, well, actually, two videos. One is Israel in 60 seconds. I said, hey, let's show everyone what Israel is like in 60 seconds. Encourage them to, you know, share it with others. Um, this was, uh, it got 12 million views, I think. Um, really, really awesome. They are awesome. And um, the interview with uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu, it's also something um, really amazing. An amazing um, opportunity to interview the Prime Minister of Israel. Um, How is he in real life? Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I know that um, you know many people have uh, different opinions about him, but I think that on one thing everybody can agree is that he knows how to advocate for Israel, and this is why I I came you know to He's the original him. Hananian. Of, uh, uh, no, right? I'm, I'm I'm not trying to copy him. He's like uh, he made he, he he basically invented Hasbara. Yeah, well, he was the ambassador of Israel to the United Nations, and interesting thing that he told me is that you know. It's very simple to advocate for Israel because all you have to do is just tell the truth, you know? And, you know, it's, it's funny because I expected to have like 10 minutes with him, um, 15 minutes. Um, yeah, I, I know I exaggerated in my mind. But when I, when I was waiting outside his office, they said, hey, you've got two minutes. <laughs> Use them wisely. And, you know, I immediately forgot <laughs> the questions that I wrote. Um, and yeah, but still, I think that it's one of my favorite videos because it turned out very um, natural. And mm -hmm. um, although I was super excited, I mean, you know, meeting the Prime Minister of Israel for the first time and, you know, making a video for the first time. So you can't hide the, you know, excitement. That's that's amazing. It's amazing that you you had that opportunity. And uh, that's incredible. So other than the other than the advice to uh, kind of just tell the truth, do you remember what other things? That he that he kind of told you. Well, he was he was talking about history. You know that yeah. we the, and it, you know it's the root of um, 
of the Jewish people, you know? Yeah. The, the, the Jews stem from Judea and, you know, um, Abraham, King David, when, when he made Jerusalem the capital of Israel. And if, if we want to even deepen into this uh, conversation, you know, the, the temples, they were built before, um, you know, um, the mosques. That, mm -hmm. that are there today. Um, it's also worth mentioning that there is no proof that Jesus existed. There is no proof, actual proof like that uh, historians agree upon. There are proof, there is proof that King David existed, that, that these guys existed. Not Abraham, maybe, but the kings and the kingdoms existed. King David? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. There are. There is proof. Like, if you ask uh, historians, archaeologists, they have proof yeah. For the kingdoms, for the for these guys, yes, it, this is certain. But um, and Muhammad also, but 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 they never actually found one piece of actual evidence that shows because because Jesus wasn't the king. So I'm so. sure that you know people here will can provide you with uh, proofs. Okay, but um, yeah. I, 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 I diverted. I, I I think that um, it's uh, it's a matter of uh, of uh, faith. Um, you, you know, we, yeah, we, we've had this conversation faith, uh, right? yeah. before that it's interesting, you know, that people can choose their faiths. And uh, it's one of the things that I love about Israel is that, you know, we have an amazing diversity of Christians, Muslims, uh, you know, Druze people, Jewish people, obviously. And we're all coming together under the umbrella of Israel. I just made a video with, with an interesting, amazing woman, Sarah Zuabi. Um, and you know she she wishes me Shabbat Shalom, the very famous Jewish she? term. Sarah Zuabi is a Muslim woman that loves Israel. She pays a very high price for her love for Israel, um, unlike me. Um, Why? Because she, you know, her family left her. Um, who who else? Um, I mean, she she is very inspirational. Um, as as a person, because she doesn't care what what is going to happen to her. She told me in, in, in the video, I'm going to stand up for Israel. I'm going to share the truth until death. Nothing can stop me, only death. You know, when you hear this kind of um, statement from a Muslim woman living in Israel, acknowledging that, you know, Israel is, is a, a diverse country that gives her all the rights that, you know, um, that are... Uh, existing in Israel, it's 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 an amazing uh, thing. And yeah, it's important to mention that a, a, a lot of Isra Arab Israelis we've had on the show uh, quite a, a few of them, but both Christians and Muslims they have to give up a lot to express any kind of pro-Zionist or pro-Israel yep. sentiment. They uh, often, like you mentioned, lose their families. They get disconnected from their communities. It's a really hard step to take. But I wanted to talk about. Uh, you mentioned the video, the twelve, the two minute, uh, sixty seconds, sixty seconds of uh, what Israel's like. It's incredible to me how there's this complete misconception, and I think that was one of our, re like, that was one of our driving forces when we did this, is to kind of get the message out of like, look at what's going on here, because it seems like people think of this place as like this like old Middle Eastern little yeah. village. That's like, have you gotten any kind of like feedback like that? Like, hey, I didn't know Israel was a high tech hub. Sure, sure, yeah. I'm, I think that it's uh, this kind of uh, opinion is decreasing these days thanks to the um, hard work that a lot of us are, are putting. 
Um, but you know, just just like I said, my parents they thought that they're coming to a desert land to <laughs> nothing. They they you know packed a tent, um, and uh, yeah, there's a huge misconception. I you know a lot of, a lot of people they 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 don't know what to expect when coming to Israel, um, and they are surprised for good. Um, I hope uh, when seeing you know Tel Aviv, what, just look at the view. I mean. The, they, can, the, they can see it. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm sorry for you because it's incredible <laughs> and it's nighttime here. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, you know the land of Israel is incredible. You can see snow up in Mount Hermon. You can see the desert. You can see yeah. innovation. Uh, we're here in Tel Aviv. You know, um, I like to say that it's the capital of innovation. And uh, obviously, 40 minutes uh, from here, Jerusalem, the capital of Israel, the capital. You know, some people say the capital of the world. And, yeah, um, we had uh, Yari- you know Yariv Bash. No, he's uh, he's the I think he's the head of space. He I was. Am. He was the space. Anyway, Sweet. Israel is now putting. A, I didn't even know this. Is putting is going to be the third country to put a uh, spaceship Craft. on Spacecraft. the moon. Yeah, that's, that's like their goal. Incredible. Yeah, space. It's I incredible am. the things that are happening here. It's really. Yeah. It really they're actually is. launching next week. Yeah, that's and insane. they're going yep, to yep, next I've seen Thursday. On Next Thursday, they're going to launch the yeah. actual thing to the moon. So, and I mean, it's it's so true what Israel you're saying. Israel is a blessing to the yeah. world, you know? We're, and to think that we're one of the smallest countries in the world, so it's it's just mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. Yeah. So, people send uh, links. Like, someone said, sent a link about the... Tr- the it's called <laughs> the historical evidence that Jesus Christ lived and died. So I'll read it, guys. I promise. <laughs> um, and people, people, guys, this is your chance to ask. Actual because people just say we love you, Hanania. Oh, they're commenting. Yeah, That's they're awesome. like we love you, we love you, we love you. I and... I put my phone back, you know. But uh, yeah, he he's he's reading all the messages, all the comments. And, if you have uh, actual questions, keep it short. Um, questions but to Hanania. I have a message for them as well. Yeah, right so I can, uh, you know, obviously it's a podcast. You know, it feels weird to wear uh, this. Uh, Looks good on you, though. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Um, you know, it's it's amazing that people that love Israel. You know, it's always mind blowing to think that people you most of them don't live in Israel. They're far, far away from Israel, from the United States, Europe. But the passion. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they are the ones that are making the, the difference. They are changing the world. And, you know, you guys are the ambassadors of Israel wherever you are. You know, it's obviously, obviously I love Israel. Obviously I stand up for Israel because I live here. Yeah, it's true that, you know... Um, the, the the facts that I'm sharing it's it's you know obviously facts I'm I love to share the truth about Israel I love I'm Zionist but it my it's mind blowing to see that you guys share the truth about Israel you guys join conversations you guys are so passionate about Israel and it's the people that love Israel um, outside mm-hmm. of Israel that inspires me to keep sharing the truth about Israel every single day because. Th- think about it. You wake up in the morning, you drink coffee, and they are praying for Israel. They are sharing yeah. the truth about Israel. They are, um, yeah, it's just mind-blowing. I know you, you're atheist, so uh, I don't know about uh, him I praying am. for Israel. I am. He is. Yeah. Well, I'm, oh, I, are I, you I, religious? I'm not religious, but... Um, he still figures I'm, it. If it's trying I'm, to figure I'm, it I'm of the opinion Try to convince that, him. Yeah. I'm <laughs> of the opinion that we don't know, but I still think that it's incredible 
I really admire the the Christian community in the United States. I think it's incredible that um, that these the people that are always kind of presented as like the most primitive and like they don't know what they're talking about. They still believe in religion. It's like those people. It's so clear to them when they look at one of the toughest, easy. I think easiest, but like in the media, it's represented as the toughest situations in the world. To me, it seems the clearest. And they're the ones that see it, black and white. Okay, we have some questions. So, okay, um, Hanania, what do you think about... This is from Terry Rinaldi. What do you think about Rashida Tlaib and Ilan Omar? Shh, they are... Uh, wait, I am very frustrated about this. They don't belong in our Congress, he says. Same, same. They, I think that they are a disgrace to the American public, and I think that they shouldn't represent the American people, because instead of... Fighting for American interests and American values, they fight them. They don't, you know, um, it frustrates me. It's But just... let, let me challenge you about that. Because Go ahead. The Congress represents the American people. Yep. And they do represent, I guess, a big chunk of American society. You the... know what I'm saying? So if the Congress's role is to represent society and they do it properly, then the problem is with the certain parts of society... Whom they represent now you know here, what I'm saying so why hiding the truth now here is a deeper question would you want an anti-semite to be in Congress in Congress to represent you because We because those those, those <laughs> who are those, that, that's a good point that's yeah, a good point unfortunately. Um, and obviously yeah. obviously I, I feel I feel ashamed um, that uh, they're there but yeah. but still you 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 have a good well, point it's it's yeah go question. ahead uh, If there are anti-Semitic parts in America, and I think there are, and pro-Muslim, anti-Israeli parts, I think they should be represented. I think it's important because otherwise you would be blind to the fact that parts of your society is going in that direction. And you know what I'm saying? So now by them saying what they think, it actually might prevent a catastrophe like you see in Europe. Where, where politics no I think that's going. yeah that's the benefit of that and that's why I I, I love American values and the American dem- democratic system I think well, that, you're American yeah um, but no but I moved to Israel but I still really believe in the American way because I think that's the advantage of having free speech and democracy is that all this bad stuff comes to the surface instead of like being and then you get to fight it but I, I agree with you it is a shame that that they're that they're on the in the Congress um So, but still, yeah. let, let, let me just to say close the subject. my, yeah, to close this subject, I agree with Terry. I don't think that anti-Semites should be in Congress or Knesset, and I think that they shouldn't be allowed to, um, you know, spread their hatred. Yeah, yeah. Al- although, although I always say this, you know, I'm, I'm also getting, uh, you know, uh, sometimes messages, hey, can you, can you block this uh, hater? Hey, can you, can you block them? And you know, As long as it's not anti-Semitic, I let it for the sake of discussion. Just like you said, although you said, uh, you said it in a very interesting way, uh, which I respect, but I don't, I don't uh, like uh, anti-Semitism uh, to be in a leading position. So we got another question, which I think uh, is an interesting um, one. What do you think about actual relationship 
Oh, wait, sorry. Ivan Dubner asks, what do you think about the actual relationship between Israel and Poland? Why so many short circuits between governments? Is the Israel position maybe not so wise on that? It's a big one. That's 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 a big one. Um, and, you know, I would I would love to read what do you guys think about it? Because I think that uh, just the background, just the, the question. Yeah, yeah. So Israel and then and, and Poland have been disputing about um, a Polish law that basically says that those who say that the camps, the death camps were Polish death camps, um, they get punishment now with by the this new legislation, and it was a big mess. Did the are the Polish responsible for the Holocaust? Are they not? Were Poles involved in the Holocaust? And and basically, if, Poland wants to absolve itself of blame for the Holocaust. Yeah, we now at, you can answer it. Me and you had an g- interesting discussion right. on this, and you know my opinion is that uh, first of all, I'm not saying that they were, um, you know. Polish death camps or whatever they were Nazi death camps on the soil of Poland because Poland was uh, a land that you know annexed yeah a- exactly annexed and uh, it's true that um, Polish people saved the lives of Jewish people and it is true that Polish people on you know in in uh, in uh, the opposite way were helping the Nazis to murder Jews so I I and it's a historical fact so I, I don't think that there is a even a, shouldn't be any discussion here because um, those are facts. Um, and this is my answer. And the biggest Very fact simple. is that Germans are responsible for the Holocaust. Nazi Germans? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so we have another one from Ruben Levy or Louis. I'm not sure if the W is a V or a W. Are you dyslectic? <laughs> no, it's L-E-W-Y. I'm not sure if it's pronounced Levy. Anyway, okay. Ruben asks, I love your videos, but why do you like President Trump? We are hoping to impeach him, for he's nothing but a clown working for himself. Should Ooh. I should I comment on this? Yeah. No, I'm, I mean, obviously, I, uh, I hate uh, political correctness. Um, listen, I respect uh, the president, President uh, Trump. As much as I respect uh, a- anybody else. And, you know, in my opinion, I think that he does a lot of good to Israel. And we respect that. You know, moving the embassy to Jerusalem, recognizing Jerusalem. He said it. He said it before. So, um, and, you know, he he was uh, true to his promises. And, uh, first of all, he, he said a lot of things during his uh, his campaign. And the fact that he's trying to, um, you know keep his promises it's something that i highly appreciate when when somebody not only talks but does um so i'm not sorry for for appreciating him as an israeli this is this is how i feel i can't i can't fight it um and i appreciate him yeah do you i mean he's definitely a lot better for us than his predecessor (laughs) we had michael oren on the podcast, oh, and we yeah. talked about that. Yeah, and subject. I think that I think that uh, you guys have a lot of uh, interesting opinions on uh, on this topic as well. You know, because he was nominated for a Nobel Prize, Nobel Prize uh, Peace Peace Prize as well. Yeah, he got um, it recently. Oh, oh, he! I, uh, I know he was nominated. What are we talking about? Obama? No, President Trump. President Trump was nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. Th- that's what I read. 
That's what I read. Really? Yep. You never actually know who's like you get. You, there are rumors, but you never know. Uh, but they don't we'll announce know soon. Until, well, yeah, we'll we will. Uh, you know, in the end of the day, he he did more than Obama. Did Obama get? Yeah. That? Yeah. In the first year, basically. <laughs> and <laughs> Trump just like Trump bit. met Kim. And I have a lot of uh, criticism yeah, on this. But, <laughs> yeah. What's what do you think about that? Wait, you know, which one about the Nobel Prize for uh, for Obama? Obama yes, yeah. I disagree. I disagree. Yeah, with yeah. That. yeah, yeah, yeah. He brought. Yeah. Also, so, it's just kind of bad practice to give someone a Nobel Peace Prize in their first year of president. It's like you're and jumping for what the gun for the Iran deal, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, someone asks what Israel, um, where Israel stands about abortions. Abortions. Yeah. Where do you stand? Mm, I I think that well, first of all, I'm very pro-life. I um. This this is this is where I'm standing, um, and I think that Israel is very um, neutral on liberal. this. You very think liberal? liberal? Yeah. It feels like we are neutral when it comes to this because there are many. Well, Israel, either you allow it or you don't allow it, right? Well, Israel lets organizations to come uh, into this vacuum that uh, you know between uh, government and uh, the actual thing, um, and I. I I know and I'm seeing a lot of organizations that are telling women, "Hey, um you're pregnant, you maybe you don't want uh the baby, let us help you. Let us help you. Don't abort." And on the other hand, you have organizations that uh help to abort. Um so I think that um you could say liberal. Yeah, people people can have their choice. Um but I I am pro-life. This is uh my opinion. But in Israel, you can have abortions. Yep. as of now that's the, and uh people say that yes many people write us that um Mr. Trump was nominated actually uh, yeah. for thanks for backing me up yeah <laughs> they, wait you for, guys always have my back i want to clarify cuz i'm not totally up to speed on this in israel you can have an abortion i think a lot of the debate in the states is also about when and how late you can have Here third you, trimester abortion yeah 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 i mean yeah really yeah yeah uh, if you uh, want you can you yep. can yeah um so okay i um, i think you know people are mainly saying how much they love Their you opinions. and they support you support <laughs> you and stuff like that it's so uh, incredible. i think before we end this uh live uh it's worth mentioning that you did although you don't that was quick <laughs> i told just you just like you said um it goes by quick yeah uh, you can come again if you want yeah to. yeah i mean I, i was like i'm not sure i i can talk for 40 minutes but well I'm talkative. Who knows? Usually your videos are are, are yeah, very yeah. short. Yeah, one one minute, j- just share the truth and uh, pretty yeah. much shut up. I just yeah. want to to say you did um uh, like you did you don't monetize your work, but you did get something out of it, right? You what do you, you found, mean? You found love. Found oh yeah yeah actually. Tell us about that. Well, um, it's uh, usually I don't. <laughs> I, yeah yeah yeah. You you put me on a spot. You Ambushed put me on a spot. you. Yeah no no it's it's fine. I, you know, um actually um. I do have a girlfriend. Um, oh, sorry, girls yeah. and boys. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so well, we actually found each other on uh, on social media because she advocates for Israel. Um, plug her. Yeah. Um, w- w- like plug her. Oh like yeah, a- yeah. In Inbar, Inbar Cohen. Um, she loves uh, Israel as much as I do. She lives in the southern part of Israel, right next to the border with Gaza, and she's very passionate about Israel as well. So I think it uh, in you know caught me uh you know seeing seeing a a beautiful lady that loves israel um 
and uh yeah it's you just knew her before she wrote you no no i didn't know her before she, she yeah she messaged me um and uh that that's how we got to know each other you know we we started to talk about israel and uh, in english first she didn't know you know a lot of people don't know that i know hebrew um so oh yeah they just assume that you only speak english yeah and i'm surprised because usually when americans hear me they know immediately that okay this is not an american not british not irish whatever he's he's uh you know israeli so i i, I wonder because you mentioned that she's very pro-israel and that i wonder maybe this is like kind of out there but how important do you think it is in a relationship to have kind of similar it, opinions not similar opinions but at least the same kind of world view well <laughs> um i i haven't been in uh in uh many relationships so I, I i wouldn't know but i think you know as for me it's important yeah. for me it's uh very important uh how this, come well because be, because it saves arguments pretty much <laughs> saves a lot of arguments and you know i think that nowadays our our um, generation is very passionate uh politically speaking and you know so it saves a lot of arguments and uh in uh in my opinion it's it's good to have similar opinions although i'm i i never think that it's bad if there is a couple that has uh, opposite opinions. Basically, here in Tel Aviv, if you write on your Tinder profile that you vote for BB, you will get zero matches, right? <laughs> <laughs> if you want to, you don't want to find someone for yeah. a date tonight, write, I support BB on your yeah. Tinder account. Good tip. In Tel it's Aviv. A, it's a practical outlook, though. I like that. <laughs> I was, I was explaining because I think it's also important because, you know, you want to raise kids and stuff, but I like that. Yeah, That's yeah. much more practical. But although to, uh, you know, as a comment to Naor, I made a video, uh, how surprising, in Tel Aviv asking people what do they think about not, not uh, Bibi but uh, President Trump. And a lot of people were very supportive. So it was something that, you know, surprised even me. Um, it's a very liberal city to those of you who don't know. Um, but yeah, it's a complex of different cultures. This is what I love about Israel. A complex of, you know, culture, uh, religion, food. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. I'm going to stay in Israel. Yeah. That's a good note, I think, to end this. Um, so before we go, um, how do people find you? Like, if there's a chance someone who's watching this is not um, following you on the channel, so how well, do they you, find you? Yeah, it's problematic because my name is complicated. It's Hanania Naftali um, on, I don't know, Google it, find it on, on Facebook. Spell it for them. Huh? Spell, Spell it for them. Oh wow! You put me on H A N I N Y A. You made a mistake right there. I have to stop you. A N. Yeah. Y A. Y A. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they they can find me on social media. I'm I'm out there. And YouTube. YouTube as well. And whenever people message me saying, "Hey, we're in Israel. We want to meet you." I will make an effort to meet them because I love meeting the community. Because it's not like me above them. We are a community. It's, you know, I'm no different than the ambassadors that are watching right now. This, this is the point. It's a community. Do you, have you thought about doing, uh, there was actually a question in the comments about doing events abroad. Someone asked about doing events in New York. I, I did an event in, uh, in I, I'm not sure if, if it was in New York, but I was in Europe, touring in Europe for a whole month. Um, in Germany for a whole month. Germany again, Hungary. So I am very open to... Um, um, hosting events abroad. Just so, send me send me an, an idea. Yeah. I'm very open. 
Yeah, so also our listeners, if you're listening, uh, if you want reach to out to Hanania. Communities, if you want to yeah. have Hanania in your community. Yeah, yeah, reach out on Facebook. I mean, anywhere, right? I appreciate it. So you have it. Instagram, you have Twitter, right? YouTube, YouTube uh, Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. And real life. And your girlfriend <laughs> is in Bar Cohen, Cohen yep. on Facebook. Yeah, she thanks also for posts. plugging her. I'm, I'm sure she'll appreciate it. Okay, so All before right. we go, we have a collaboration with the Jewish Journal. Yep, JewishJournal.com. They're a great. I don't know if you, you've heard of them. They're. Uh, I've heard from uh, Noah. Yeah. So there's a. They're like a, a news uh, source out in L.A. They do Jewish news, global news. They've got great columns, podcasts. Um, Check them out. Yeah. JewishJournal.com, and we accept donations, guys. We do it on a free time. So if you like what we do, go to twinjbcom donate and help us out. Um, and this is a podcast, so you're invited to listen. Um, it's the Two Nice Jewish Boys podcast. So if you guys want to listen, just search on any, any podcast app. app, Apple. Hanani, you know, um, I was thinking Israel in 2018 um, actually had 4 million tourists. Right. And, you know, it's a it's an all-time uh, record. So I wonder how much of that is thanks to you. Right? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Let's make it to five this year. Okay. That's a good goal. So thank you so much. Like you're, you're, you inspire me. us. Thanks for having me. You're the greatest. You are really nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye.